Adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back. No Snooze Podcast, episode 102. We're climbing up there, kid. I am here with the best three in the game. We have Michael, the show Pirelli, Claudio, the voice Valenzuela, and I am Dave, the body. Catch me on a float, Regina. Right? You looked Michael, you, your, your microphone is seven. So <laughs> Yo, your microphone, Mike, is five feet away well, from Well, first you. off, I do the wave every time <laughs> yeah, when you say the show, and I didn't realize it wasn't on camera. <laughs> now I can see how he cuts me out. Um, you looked as comfortable on that float as you do in Puerto Rico. Yes. Well, listen, man. I, 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 I thought you were in Puerto Rico. I thought you floated <laughs> all the way to Puerto Rico. We, um, I, I just think there's an extreme benefit. We're, we're very grateful to be able to be on the lake the way that we are. And that was the first time. We always go down to the beach and stuff, and I'll always smoke a cigar in the dock and chill out. But what, literally what I did for the first time since I've been there is I got on this little float that I bought from, uh, like, Amazon. It, that float was But I just, I just floated away. That should like, have been a commercial for air because sat, that thing was pushing I, you out of the water, like, barely. Dude, I, but I just sat there for two hours. The next thing, though, but I didn't have my phone. I didn't have anything. I had two Trulies in the thing. Two Those drinks. are your paddles? Yeah, two, two things. Um, then I just I went away, and I came back two hours later, and everybody's like, where were you? I'm like, I was floating. Um, my sister-in-law's boyfriend was with me, too, on a different float, so he kind of floated away with me, too. Nice. It, was, it was great. I, I just I, I might have to become a floater. Uh, lazy River is, like, <laughs> the best. Any type of Lazy River floating around. Yes. It's a little, we were talking about before we start recording, but it's a little boring for me, but I guess if you have Trulies in hand, it's pretty great. Well, it's just... It, when your life is you're flown away from the kid too which is amazing right, exactly. so they can't reach you but your your life is crazy so it's like one time you get to just relax and chill out so we used to go to a lazy river trip every year with the crew pre-babies pre all the chaos and there was this one guy i think he had three kids and he was infamous for passing out on the float and just floating away. <laughs> and now i understand yeah i'm like oh that the guy was playing chess right yeah. i'm serious and i'm gonna literally look on amazon i gotta talk to cv he's over here he's usually float. the gadget guy Get a, a f- flotation device for my phone, oh. maybe a floating table, I maybe think, a floating cooler, I think and I'll get, just float away. I think you get a little motor. Right? In the, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it, it was bizarre. Um, but, I mean, in other news, I, um, my, my drunk muscles kicked in, and somebody was running their mouse. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they were like, listen, there's a park across the street. Like, you know, I heard you used to hoop back in the day, blah, blah, blah. You know, that didn't go over well. So I started talking back. And I'm like, we could go outside right now. Like, it's not going to be a thing. So sure enough, I'm cooking now. I'm doing my thing. Who is, who, I'm in a Larry Bird jersey. Let's drop a name. Uh, Marwan. So that's Leah, my sister-in-law's uh, boyfriend. Oh, yes. Great dude. Him. We're yes. super tight. Like, super cool. They've I'm just, been dating for a while, right? Yeah, they've been oh, dating okay. for a couple of years. Um, yeah, great, great guy. And, you know, so he's running his mouth. He's like, yo, I've been hearing, you know, you're kind of good at ball. But, like, I see, you're, you know, you kind of wash. Like, and I'm like, dude, I wash you. I know that. Well, first off, first off, I love it that he's coming hard at you. <laughs> right, but right. what makes you look washed? I would add, I'd be like, was it the grays in the beard? Like what? That, well, that's what I. That's well, you what... also don't look nimble. You <laughs> yes, know what, so you know what I'm trying to say. Yes, so, Claudia, I like, don't look the way that I can. Correct. Play. You when you were skinny when you had your issues, you looked like you played hoop. Right. Now you look like you might be the guy who trains the dudes that play hoop. 
okay. That may, maybe that's what he was thinking. But when you get on the court and you jump, I'm always confused. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like, you know, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So you know, the we, calves are small. All right, we, go ahead. <laughs> so we get there and we're we're kind of you know we, we had a couple Sounds by like couple. I want to say you know we we're probably nine deep by then. Um, because there was only like thirty minutes left with sunlight still out. Um, it was already it was already like seven thirty at night. Terrible conditions, right? You can barely <laughs> oh, yeah, see. That's what I'm saying. Right, but he's like, "Yo, the park is right there if you want to go." Like, and I'm like, "Dude, don't, stop! Like, don't don't do this again." Also, very smart. He's coming at you while you're <laughs> exactly that's exactly. Genius. So you know, we get down there, and he's like, "All right, let's play around the world with a bunch of people." So he plays around the world. You know, he gets he gets a little hot. He makes it around the world before I made it around the world. So now he's got his confidence around up. Around the world. Like, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Exactly. So then he gets his confidence up, and you know, he's like, let's do 21. In my head, I'm like, all right, we're not going to be playing 21. It's going to be me versus you. But one-on-one? What? One-on-one, 21? No, like 21 with, like, people, you oh, know? There was, like, four people. people. Oh. So then the guy, they already knew what time it was because he got the ball. He's like, jab-stepping, jab-stepping, like, trying to go hard, right? And I'm like, all right, now I got to guard you. Right, so we ended up basically playing one on one. I'm cooking now. Now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hitting every shot. I think I, I got all the way to 17 before anybody got to like three. Oh, right, that's, so that's so so then you know I start getting you know a little cocky. I'm like up oh, rim touch, you know, like almost dunk on you type thing. Rim touch, yeah, I mean. <laughs> just light, you know. And then there was one play where literally I go to hit 21, and I was like on the top of the key. I go left, I go right between my legs, hit the jump shot, land my calf. No. I'm like, oh, ah, ah. So I had to limp off. And technically, I didn't even win because in 21, you have to hit the 21 plus the, yeah, the, the shot. shot. And yeah. we were shooting from the from half court. Mm-hmm. So I literally stepped up to try to even chuck it, and I couldn't do it. And Kobe, I stopped Kobe, playing. You, come on. Kobe would have done it. He so, blew out for real, ACL. he blew out his uh, yeah. no his uh, Achilles and hit Achilles, two free throws. Even worse. Right, so so long story you short, had a Kobe story. Great performance it. on my end, but blown calf just blew my calf. And mind you, I'm in some Gucci drivers. Like, I was gonna ask. Oh, stu- so stu- like you couldn't have been in worse attire. Wait, wait, time out. Who a who wears Gucci drivers to the beach? <laughs> I wasn't a beach. No, it wasn't it was his house. But you were at the uh, pool, I thought. Or the no, lake. no, 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 no. That was a different day. Separate oh, day. different. Day. Yeah. I'm assuming you're floating around for two hours with <laughs> no. your Gucci loafers. Oh no, no, you no. Roll out of there. <laughs> that was no, that was different, okay, different day. Different day. That's fun. I mean, 21 a great game. It is good, but I, come on, man. I got to be better. I got to know, like, dude, shut your mouth. That's what I have to do. Those calves, though, <laughs> if they're not going to hold up in prime time, what are they good for? Well, I had done legs because Ambrosio has me on two leg days a week, and I'm jump roping every day okay. in between my sets, just trying to make sure that Love I had that rope. extra Love cardio. Yeah. Well, you should probably try a rope next time. Dude, I'm tough. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm inching towards that 10. I don't know if you see the turtle, but so, I'm on my I, I see you, kid. I see you. So that, that was my story of the weekend. Um, you know, and I had to basically gimp around for two days, and you know, finally it's starting to get a little bit better. But besides that, the kid weighed in. Um, another successful weigh-in. I just wanted to see could I have maintained the under eight percent like we spoke about. I didn't want to get Ambrose on this podcast and you know blow up to seventeen percent. That would have been good. Or fifteen point nine percent. We'll talk about that. Just him um, upset with you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would have been great. So I, I uh, secured my uh, my weigh-in at seven point seven percent. So here I got a question, right? Okay, talk because I, I you know. I, I, I weigh in, right? I, every week I weigh in. I say, you know, I weigh in. And you look at the stats, and the littlest thing can throw it off so much. Yes. So are you nervous that, like, oh, I didn't get hydrated? Or is it just you're so dialed in, you're like, oh, I'm hydrated, I know what's what? Or are you, what I, do you I, have that nervousness when you I won't out? weigh in unless I've 
done everything that I know that I've succeeded with in the past. So like if I so if drank a, a bunch evening, of alcohol, skip it. Yeah, like uh, you see, know what I'm I mean. Stupid. I'm just like I'm gonna I, hope for the best. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I just uh, th- I did it that one time intentionally because I wanted to Mentally. see where I was at. Um, and I was pretty upset about it because I remember I was like 10% probably or something. Screaming at people. Yeah, like, and I was trying to be in a downward trend. Um, so I know what I have to do to put myself in the best scenario. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I try to make sure that for a couple days at least leading up to it, I'm pretty solid. Okay. I just, it's so interesting because it, it, getting down that low, something can throw it off by a percent. Yes. You know, if you don't do something or, so, I don't know, there it, the way ends a little fugazi, yes. it throws it off. I, I do have a... Uh, I have some knowledge, but I don't really know the knowledge. I told him not to tell me. What so this guy, he comes over to me, right? He's a trainer in the gym. And he's like, you know, like, I see your stats. You're like, you're crushing it, dude. I see your stats. Do you post up your stats in the gym for everyone? <laughs> I put Where it on, the fuck put it on it, probably on Instagram or something. Right? Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's 21,000 followers. Uh, see, that's you know, what, I have a weird disconnect where people are like, oh, I see blah, blah, blah. And I'm yeah, like, well, you watch. Right, right, right. And then you realize we put out like, so much stuff. Exactly. Um, and then there'll be one story that you get 200 people looking at, and then you get another one where you have 5,000 people looking at it. So yeah. you just never know. It's just yeah. weird, the algorithm, right? So, you know, he comes over and he's like, you know, like, you want to get down to 4%? And I'm like, uh, not really. Like, what a pickup you know. line. And he's like, no, no, no. You could look like Give that. Give him my number. He's like, you could look like that and get to 4% right now. I'm like, what are you talking about? Give me the deets. He's like, I could cheat that skill. I said, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Well, I would have <laughs> So met- I don't know. But I don't know. What would you do? Water. I think you just load up on water. Uh, he's like, come here. Come to the water fountain That's real quick. The- no, seriously. I think because what I was seeing was when I was dehydrated by three pounds, it's not fat. And it's not must. But you think with decreased body fat, yeah, being hydrated, percentage wise. So you think water does? Oh, because it's not fat. So say I'm two fifteen and I have thirty five pounds of fat, which is probably accurate. Um, so the delta, the percentage is whatever. If you add three pounds of just water and hydration, that's in your muscles. That's not fat, so it counts for that. You might as well hold a brick. Like if I hold a four pound brick and it's just straight muscle, my muscle might increase by four pounds and my body fat. Yeah, I mean, but that's part of the like hydration's part of it because if the more muscle you have, the more hydration you hold on to. So that's when I text you, I'm like, I think I need to be hydrated. Gotcha. And this was fugazi because I was dehydrated. Dehydrated. Yeah, he told me. So he basically said, listen, you know. As but I don't know. He, he has this per- personal thing and he's like, you know, anybody, I can always skew it 3%. I was 3%. like, that's a lot. Jesus. Yeah. Dude, let me get down to 13. Hit your right, boy right. That's what I'm saying. So I didn't want to know because I'm like, ah, you know, I uh, I don't want to know that. But so I also was looking at your uh, muscle. You have like 20 something more pounds of muscle. I need that. That, I mean, that probably makes it need that. I mean, not I'm, the word's not easier, but efficiency wise, your body burns so efficient. Yeah, that's why you can stay when you get to the seven. It's well, that's how I can even have like a little muffin over here. Yeah. You know, I got yeah. this little little fupa area. You have all that muscle. I get right, and I think I'm stacked in other places. Yeah, um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's why I'm really focused on the legs this time around because I can hold more muscle. I think in the legs because I'm so bad there. That I don't know how much more I can add to my chest. I mean, I can, but they're so deficient that I think I'll, I'll have an easy up up cycle with the shoulders and the legs. It sounds so funny the way you describe deficient. yourself. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm very, you, I'm very. Uh, I think to date you've said your shoulders are terrible. They are, <laughs> but I'm very, uh, I'm very honest with myself because, like, I'm delusional about other things and like mindset and stuff. So yeah. when it comes to like just look, I'm treating my body as just this vehicle thing that I'm just trying to figure out. <laughs> 
which makes it a little more of science versus like emotion. I don't know if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, I got you. I'm trying to remove my brain from my you. body. You're trying so to be as be... realistic as possible. Well, and I also, you know, hang around with all these bodybuilders. So they talk <laughs> about their bodies like they're sculpting. So I have to say, I have fell back in love with lifting heavy and like progressing in the gym. I remember getting addicted to it when I was first starting out and just seeing like even five pounds a week. Yes. Just being great. like, oh man, like that was easier this time. You feel like a superhero. Right. Like it's, and it, I know it's like, I'm doing less than two plates on squat. For me, I feel like it's, I'm an animal. Yeah, but that's good. Weight doesn't matter. But it, I'm, matter. I'm weighing it against what I used to do. Yeah. And yes, I got a belt because I'm not trying to get hurt. I'm trying to stay in the game. Um, the wrist wraps kill me too. I don't really use those. Those <laughs> are just for show. Just for show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael, the show. The show, literally. <laughs> No, I've I've enjoyed it. I, you know, as you saw, I had to have a good weigh in. I had a bad one the night before. Uh, I'm realizing there's never going to be a ideal circumstance, and that when I do get one of those, I got to take full advantage. Yes. Make sure I hit the yeah. the scale. So um, you're under 16 now. Under 16, with no sleep the night before. No which, snooze. You know, I was still down three pounds of water, so. If my theory is correct, and I was dehydrated again because of lack of sleep and you know hydration, Manny, my guy, he's very like cut or dry with me. He's like, no, you retain less water when you have more muscle, less fat. And I'm like, Manny, give me something. Like, <laughs> give me some encouragement. He's like, I'm just telling you, dude, you got to step it up. Like, he's very tough on me. Um, but in my head, I'm like, if I just am more hydrated, I'm I'm close. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm I'm at a level in the past. Where I I fell apart because I was uh, ran over by the stress of work, and this year I'm more busy than I was last year. But I'm getting my workouts in, and yes, some aren't great, but I'm getting at least my core movements and improving each week on those. Yes. So that plus the diet and discovering chicken thighs, which are the best things ever. Your mom made phenomenal ones, right? right. So my my dad's kind of a genius. He, you know how picky he is. He basically told my mom, he's like, whenever you make chicken, it has to be thighs because everything else is dry. Right. Yeah, no, I so she, I had them there, and I looked at the calories and everything. I'm like, for 30 extra calories. Oh, it's worth it. Infinitely better. So now I hit it with, I marinate with Greek yogurt, which is all basically protein, mm -hmm. and sriracha. And I, I realized 90% of the flavor is just letting it marinate for a couple days. So I will freshly air fry it out of the marinade. Until it's done. Mm. Um, and it's been real nice. And then I have my rice and my potatoes. And it's just super simple. And then spinach is the greens. And then I have a green drink. Locked in. I, I don't know about locked, locked in. Locked and loaded. But then I have a food day where I <laughs> shoot <laughs> and I eat like an animal. A food show, three bakeries. But yeah. if I can limit to one day of eating like that, bakery I've been week. able to figure it out. Um, no, that's awesome. But we're, we're it's getting close. I know. I know. We're it's in June. Crunch time. I think June, July, August. August. We're still sitting pretty. It's, uh, yeah. June, July, August. Two months. Okay, right. So I got <laughs> six, five percent maybe in two months. That's doable, but you got to lock in. I just got to keep that baby in Dana until like the end of August, and yep. I got a shot. And then you got a shot. CV, talk to us. The you, invisible man. Yeah, you're right? Like, my man is, I wish there was a camera. Can we have a camera on you now? Can we do that? If you turn yours on, and I can always put that in. If oh, really? Should we do it? <laughs> no. No? All right. <laughs> That's up to you. He matter. likes to be the voice. <laughs> um... So, you know, the, the weigh-ins, not good. Um, not good? No, not good. So, But I'm going to take, I think, I heard something a few minutes ago that is very valuable. Uh, did I say it? No, unfortunately, not this time. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> 
um <laughs> if you're not if you know things are not looking right why weigh yourself it's pointless almost right because ah. you're just setting yourself up for you know because at the end of the day i do feel great i have i'm still working out i'm still doing the thing i'm still eating relatively okay but there are some downfalls obviously with the holidays and other you know weekends and things like that it's not christmas um (laughs) every weekend's a (laughs) holiday especially in the summertime i know the barbecues are killer (laughs) barbecues uh alcoholic beverages i'm gonna start bringing summer 22 is Um, going to be a movie i could just tell already like everybody's excited like kind of back from you know covid living for summer back summer 22 all out project i'm outside Mm -hmm. (laughs) right um, so that's it. I mean, I feel good. And, you know, the scale doesn't say the same, but it's not bad. It's just kind of uh, it's uh, even, I guess. It's, okay. It's been staying, you know, pretty even. So that's my update for. Right. I got a uh, I got a challenge for you now Uh-oh. because uh, negative. No challenge. This is uh, this is week two, which is fine. Week we, two. We have of... to finish uh, our bet with Mike first and then we can. <laughs> week two, challenges. though. No progress. Multitasking, baby. No progress in terms of numbers. Right. What? For a CV. So my rule would be like, all right, now you have to find a way. Because there was things that we spoke about even on the last episode that you know that you could be dialing in a little bit more. Yeah. Well, actually, that kind of started. So you know, I so thought I started last one. week. <laughs> it clearly was not. Um, but this week, like even, you know, I've my and it's really the, the exercise portion has been kind of pretty um, consistent. So it's really on the eating. Right. And mm-hmm. that I kind of chopped down, like, you know, back to like kind of the beginning days when yep. I kind of started this whole process. So... You know, I was actually starving last night. Next, next update. Did not cheat. We need we need progress. Isn't that nice it's when my you rule. get that extreme situation and in the past you're like, I definitely would have went to Wendy's. And instead <laughs> you're like, I'm snacking on some fucking chicken thighs. It's a great feeling. The control. <laughs> We're different. Uh, We're so different. No, you, so do different. you get what I'm saying? Like the no, I do. Control, I definitely understand. Like when you're you starving, know. right? So, so, for example, I was at a listing appointment yesterday. I was there from 10 a.m. until 5.30. All my stuff was at my office like an idiot because I thought I was going to be able to sneak back. So at the end of the day, I was like, all right, what's the options here? Freaking Wendy's is calling my Michael, stop hey, by. Right? I'm dying. I'm sweating. I'm like fatigued. I'm like, I got so much protein I got to get in before the end of the day. Wendy's is Dave, right? I stopped. Wendy's is Dave. Dave. You yeah. see what I'm saying? The owner's Dave. Yeah. So I stopped. I'm at, in your head, kid. Yeah. Uh, I stopped at Stop and Shop, and I literally bought all the proteins. And then I was like, all right, well, I'm very realistic. I'm not, I don't have time to cook these chicken thighs tonight, but I'll get them for tomorrow, and I'll get a nice steak. I'll, I'll reward myself for picking the right thing because out of all the protein I have, steak is the most expensive, but the most one I enjoy. Delicious. Yeah. Who doesn't like a steak and a bag of salad? But it's these little mental games that you like, you play with yourself and you figure yourself out and then you feel like you, you, you dominated your, your stress self. Yes. It's so funny now too, because Callie, right? We put everything on her plate. She eats. And now she literally, she's like steak and salad, (laughs) steak and salad. And she just eats my steak and salad. It's so, so, Karina's always like, okay, you are your father. Yeah. You are your father. <laughs> Isn't it the best? It's so funny. You know what I started doing? What? Um, so, you know, the snacking would happen always at night, right? And uh, what I started doing is that at night now, if I get hungry, and usually it's weird because I get like a, like either a sweet tooth or a, or a salty tooth, and it's like weird because it's, like, it's just cravings. So what I started doing is if I get hungry at night, which I try not to eat too late at night, Instead of getting a, a, a bad snack or I shouldn't say bad, but, you know, uh, a better choice would is like an omelet, like mm-hmm. an egg white omelet, because mm-hmm. that way I can one, it's more filling two it's less a whole lot less calories than pounding a bag of chips or two bags of chips or ice cream cookies. <laughs> you guys are you know? real full blown fat boys. Yeah, uh, dude, I am. And the that is boy. delicious, man, especially if you're watching like Yo. a show or something or the game. <laughs> oh, it's the best. You know, oh, I need some chips, man. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are funny, man. Um, no, that's good. Good move. 
Um, the process stuff too, I'm understanding. Like, probably not the best move. Like, I'll have a chicharroni every once in a while. <laughs> uh, the substitutes have been big for me, CV, where I used to do a bag of popcorn, which was like 160 calories. But for some reason, I just didn't feel good in the mornings if I had it like a little later. So now, if I have to have something, I'll have a bag of chicharrones, which is, you know, it's maybe. I don't like more- the way you're saying that. Chicharrones. How are you supposed to say it? Chicharron. All right, with that, whatever that is. Pork rinds, right? <laughs> right, right. So. Chicharroni. I'll, I'll do that. It <laughs> sounds like an Italian. Well, every everything I'm adding has protein in it now versus before there's wasted calories that I'm yeah. like, eh. But I'm not dropping my calories extremely low and still seeing progress. So I know I have a little more I can dial in. Get the wiggle. Yeah, I got a little yeah. more wiggle. Yeah. But in a perfect world, I'd love to be still eating 2,000 calories at the end of this and then at 10 because then I can maintain it. You can. I'm, do- I'm still at 2,500. Yeah, it's it tough staying dialed in when, like, uh, as the weather's been changing and you're spending more oh, time outside else. and the barbecues. and Don't you know, allow oh. outside circumstances Ooh. to change your truth of what you want. It was a long winter. Yes, your man. own personal truth. If you truly long want winter. to be stubborn, more stubborn than your circumstances. I like that, you know too. I'm but I'm talking about personal truth. Like, if you truly... You yes, like that? it's a beautiful one. Beautiful. My, my point Dive. saying the truth... Is if you truly believe that that's what you want, and you want this, you know, fitness goal or any goal that you want in your life, you your truth has to mean more to you than your outside circumstances. No, that's cool. I mean, that you makes all the sense in the world. But what happens, like, you know, you still have to enjoy a little bit of life, right? So, and not that I intended this way, but if the weekends come around, but do you? It's think, a weekend. Let me ask you, can I ask you this? Both yeah. of you guys know me well. Do you think that I don't enjoy my life? I think you're, you're so far ahead, though, that even when you do cheat, I think your body no, reacts no, no, I'm much asking better. A question. I don't need a justification. No, yeah, you do. I mean, I, I, those cigars are telling me zero calories. <laughs> zero, zero calorie cigars. But right, we would agree yeah. that I, I, I'm not saying you can't enjoy. It. That was a CV comment. Right, like so. It's, on P, you, CV. It, it, it's definitely a uh, a misconception. But you have to learn how to enjoy you, different things. Yes, sorry, I agree. CV, with I that. threw them out of the bus. I agree with that big time. I agree with that, but I still have my pizza. Like I still have you know my little sushi. The ma- you know sushi. The magic is though when you are are. Uh, what's the word? Are you disp- when you're disciplined enough and organized enough on one end, you could be even more leaning on another end, which makes no sense because the dichotomy yeah. of like right. the more disciplined you are, the more freedom you have. Which yeah. your boy Jaco says, and I'm like, yeah, why yeah. is everything work that way? Yeah, the more everything. scheduled out you are, the more free time you have. Yes, what? correct. Like correct. when you string together a few bad days, oh, oh that's tough. That yeah, it's bad. momentum. Like this weekend was particularly. But bad. you're stringing them together. Do you know, you know what, what your triggers of are? Of course it's me. Of course. Of I'm course. Learning so think about it. It's, so like, it's, right. a, it's a long weekend, right? And you're going to have give a shindig on one day. I'm not saying justification. I'm just saying it happens. So and because you allow it, right? So what you should what be. What do I want to do? Not, not just sit in the corner and just pretend, oh, you know, no, drink water and have lettuce? So, but that's the problem is that the view that you have, you think that it's so extreme and it doesn't have to be that way at all. So I'm somewhere in between, right? I totally get what you're saying, but I see how you got to progress to that. I'm not there yet, but like what we're dealing with is still figuring out the tricks to get through stuff like that. For example, you go to a nice cookout, the only option is pizza, right? And then you're like, what am I not going to yeah, eat? But what you should have done. No, was, the pizza's not the problem. No, having ten slices of pizza is the problem. But it well, doesn't. No, trigger, see, right? Okay, so, so if that's a trigger, but, then. But so then, my if you trick, know that, well, go ahead. My, this is for me, right? TV. So for me, a trigger is like if for we went to a birthday party and there's pizza, I'm like, I could have one, but I can't have one, right? I know for me, if I have one, I'm having seven. No, no, you you should definitely have a bunch. Don't worry about that. So keep going. But 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 I'm <laughs> enjoy figuring, life, my man. So I'm figuring out like the triggers. I mean. Triggers is an intense word, but things that oh, I don't want to depend on my willpower on the weekends. Right. 
Like, so rather than go into and be upset with myself for pounding seven slices of pizza, either you say, all right, I'm cheating and I'm having my seven or I'm not having any. So it's like, but so can I tell you my mindset on this? Right. Because I deal with the same stuff. And, you know, when I go out, I eat. Well, he eats like 10 slices of pizza. Right. If I want to do that, I'll do that. But when I'm like super locked in and I have to get down to this goal, like there were many times that I I had to do exactly what you're talking about. Right. But I was like, you know what? I'm definitely going to drink and I'm definitely going to eat. But I'm going to work out in the morning. And then right before I go, compliments, I'm going to either have a shake, right? Have a meal. And literally chug 30 ounces fill, of water. Fill yourself up, kind of. Right. And not not in a disgusting way, but so now I'm already I'm going to a place full. When I go to the supermarket, or as Callie says, the shoe market, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally, so I can't go there hungry. Because yeah, if I yeah. go there hungry, I'm leaving with seven salams. Like, salams. <laughs> just, just going crazy. I, I, you can't do it. But there, he's dealing with new tricks every time, like, because this is new ground. Yes, like, I get it. And I'm hitting new ground, too, right? So, it. like, when I'm getting down to this level... There's things that I have to start cutting out, like popcorn. Trigger for me for popcorn. If I have popcorn, I want chocolate you want, after. Ooh, right? It's one. like a momentum thing. And if I'm like, oh, I got Halo Tops, not terrible, I'll eat the pint. Then it becomes 500 calories of like, I didn't really need it, but I, I broke the ice with popcorn. So there's all these little things that I'm like cutting out. You don't have to do it right away, but I'm acknowledging like I can F up. But then in my head, I'd be like, ah, I my, see what My happened. weakness is peanut butter these days. Yeah, so you probably avoid peanut Melted butter. Melted peanut butter. Take it easy. I, no, no, literally. Get central. It's melted. ridiculous. Melted peanut butter. You don't know how I've never had that. That what? sounds delicious. Oh, take a scoop, put it in your little cup thing, 30 seconds in the microwave, oh. spin around a little bit, drizzle it over even some fruit, some uh, some strawberries or something. Yeah. It's nice. I mean, this is obviously, you know, new challenges for sure, because obviously, you know, we I've been pretty regimented for, uh, you know, the last few months or whatever, and this is new challenges, right? New weekends. Stresses. Yep. Yeah, stresses, all that stuff. It's not, so uh, it's part of the readjusting part of the figuring myself out yep. part of the being able to to kind of you know get hit, get yeah. back up my, my only thing with individuals like that that say that are saying that you now know you know what you have to do yes. you get what i'm saying but it like takes you, time to implement it correct yeah, yeah correct and you can make mistakes along the way yeah yeah but literally the little simple fix that i just gave you if you don't do that this weekend before you go to some big thing and you're going to have this astronomical blowout then you don't really want it enough. Well, it's, well you know what I'm saying? Also, like it's, it, it, it's, it depends on your, your It's also practice, desire. right? Like I could be getting prepared to go to like a cookout and have all this set up in my head, this and that, and then something goes life awry. Happens. Yeah, life happens, which it does all the time. And then you you have a little bit of success. For example, I got the workout in, I had the shake, but I did have seven slices of pizza. So you're like, all right, I got the 40% in the beginning, but I've effed up the 60. Yeah. All right, so next time, what do I have to do? Maybe I bring like a protein bar in my pocket. So then at least I have a little, you know what I mean? Like the pocket protein, but, but I find myself now in situations where I, the biggest thing for me is when I don't have anything available food wise and I have to like just fast through it, Mm -hmm. um, which a trick is like, I'll have a coffee, which will kill my hunger. Give me something to sip on. I'll put a little creamer in there just to have a little something, uh, gum gum's been a good one. Mm -hmm. Like if I have a crazy day, I'm in the car. Just hammering gum makes me feel like I'm snacking on someone. Yep. I'm really not. I, I think you're spot on. But the, it's you don't know until you get into that situation because yeah, like you haven't been in that. Right. Like there has been in the past where I'm like, I'm trying to get to ten percent. So I mean, I have done it, but in different circumstances. And there's no protein around. What do I do? All right. Well, can I wait until eight o'clock? Like maybe you could try it. It's yep. a willpower thing. Should I snack on something small that I know I'm not going to over? It's hard. It's like. I get it. But every time you go through it, the next time you're prepared for it. Right. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, it gets, it gets easier. I'll, I'll definitely agree with that. Um, all right, next week we literally have Ambrose coming on, so it's going to be all I'm about excited to see health and health and wellness. Um, I I, I want to transition a little bit over to to work. Um, I, I'd be foolish to not mention kind of what what's going on, and and we we always go through adversities in life and in general. And we always speak about that, but I shared a couple months ago, maybe now. Um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Sorry, I. Um, have this um i think it's an allergy everyone yeah but no it's crazy because then you you walk around yeah and then you know you cough and everyone looking at you all crazy but anyway i shared uh you know this individual that i've known for for 25 years that um you know i've been fortunate to to work with over the past eight years now um and that he was sick and he was diagnosed with the cancer and um basically i i just recently two weeks ago um had to sign an executive order to the state of New York to retire him because he was pretty much refusing to retire. Um, now when you're in local municipal government, like we are, you know, if you pass away on the job, your family only receives three years of the actual salary. Whereas if you retire, your family gets the pension for the entire life. Wow. Which is a big difference. Yeah, it's huge. Right. And listen, my man is the most prideful man in the world. So he was like, no, I'm coming back. I'm coming back and come back. It was looking to the point that, you know, I was even, telling the staff like this is what i have to do and it's very uncomfortable he was very upset with me um i get a a notification from the state literally um i guess it was i don't know a couple uh, a week now um to where the state has accepted the retirement right do you know three hours later this man passed away oh my god That's how wild but how crazy is that That's like so sad. god is always in control That's you wild. know um, and it, just, it was, it, and it's, it's a traumatic experience just even for the staff alone, man. Like forget me. Yes. I've known him for 25 years, but what did he have? Um, he had, uh, was prostate cancer. Jeez. And, and the, the unfortunate thing about it is his father had that same cancer and lived for 25 plus years, mm-hmm. you know? So when he did get diagnosed, it happened to be basically when his father died, he actually got diagnosed. The stages were, it was very early. Uh, but then it just kept like taking this crazy turn and, you know, he continued to work through this whole thing. You know, which was unbelievable. His, his resilience, his strength, truly unmatched. Um, but it was just a story, man. Like, you have to be very conscious of, of uh, your, your whereabouts in terms of where your investments are and things like that. And things need to be aligned. The beneficiaries were not in, in check. Um, so there was a lot of changes that needed to be made very last minute. And thank God that we were able to do so for his family before he ended up passing away. Nice. So, um, you know, rest in peace to, to a very good dude. Um, but this is one of the most challenging experiences for me dealing with what I'm dealing with in terms of my own feelings and emotions, and then trying to be a source of inspirational leadership for the team. Um, that's obviously mourning a significant loss. Mm -hmm. Um, and we got to lead the services and all that type of stuff. So I don't know. Just say, just want to share it though, because you know, there's things that we don't share on here intentionally, Mm -hmm. but that's something that I think is a significant piece of my mindset right now. Mm-hmm. It's taken a lot of real estate yep. in my brain. Um, no pun intended to my no, really good real estate. I love the puns. But um, you know, so that that's kind of what it is. Yeah, it's fun. It's not. It's interesting you mentioned something like that because for whatever reason, I've been uh, diving into like Kobe's life because it's so interesting oh. to me, and <clears throat> it's always uh, it's interesting because he put it all out there. And he was very he worked his, you know, his work ethic is legendary. Um, and it makes you think like maybe he knew he wasn't like something was going to. You know what I mean? Like. 
I always joke with Dana, and I'm like, I don't know how long I'm be here. Like that's why I, I'm always uh, frantic and working hard and like running around because who knows? I mean, and I'm very yep. realistic about yep. that. But I, when I think about him, I'm like, maybe he like maybe it was a higher situation that was pushing him, mm-hmm. and he didn't know why, but he was embracing it. So then I got worried. Like, oh yeah, I get you. I get what you're saying. So you know you're, what I mean? say, like, you're saying his work ethic could have been the way it was because he had this feeling that you don't know it could end tomorrow. Yes. So I'm going to continue to because just do for what whatever I, reason, maybe there was some type of like. Wow, you never thought about it like that. Yeah. So then I start thinking about stuff, and then I start thinking yeah. like really, not dark, but you, I start thinking like, if something did happen to me next year, like what would I have wanted to do? Mm. And that's something I've been thinking about because. It's a terrible time to be thinking this way because I, we, I have so many things going on. And I have to really, but put it's real. On the I gas. think people appreciate you sharing this stuff. But the the when I think about that stuff, instead of pulling me away from what I'm doing, it actually pushes me to not push away the extracurricular events on top of things, right? Yes. Um, and I said in the beginning of the podcast, nothing really aligns time wise. Nothing ever is perfect conditions, but you have to kind of like work through the rain and just in. Do you know? Enjoy it. Nothing is good or bad. It just is. Is something that someone said, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Like, you know, say you popped your Achilles, right? Is it bad? Maybe. The next day, instead of going and playing basketball, you're in the office working, and while you're in the office working, you get a call, and it changes your life because there's some opportunity, right? Yeah. If your calf was healthy, you'd be at the basketball court. So was it good or bad? It was probably good. good. So you can't really say something's good or bad. Because you don't know what the end result is, mm. which I was like, wow, that's pretty deep. That is deep. Good, right? Fire. Yeah, it's good. This guy's good. This, this guy's guy. good. So this guy I follow, Alex Ramosi. I haven't said it a lot on the podcast because it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, it's so good. I want to know all the tricks before everyone else. But it's so hard to implement what he says that it doesn't matter. But check him out. He's a young guy. He has a wife. He is on track to be a billionaire. He He's like 32 or something, and he's already super successful. But he's very cut or dry and just life and he thinks that we he his philosophy is that everyone gives themselves too much credit and thinks there's a legacy and thinks you're going to leave some amazing thing to like your great grandkids when in reality in three generations no one's going to remember you so you got to do what you enjoy and as you go through life take care of the people you love and then everything else is just like whatever Mm -hmm. nothing's great nothing's bad it just is you could be happy, but you shouldn't be sad about situations because that is why life is so uh, – why the good things are good or the bad things are bad or the feelings you get from them. It's very interesting how he looks at things. And he's like donating it. like all of his money when he's done. Wow. He's like – he looks at life as a poker table, and we're all playing, and we're all – when we're alive, we're at the poker table. And then you know one day someone's just like, all right, you're done. And you're all in. your chips in the back. And you're all in. Yeah. So he's like – I enjoy it, and I want to do a lot of fun things, and I get to do a lot. But at the end of the day, I realize it all doesn't really matter. It's the the game of it is fun, and yes, you want like you want to be a part of the game. You don't want to check out from the game. But I, the I, guy's great. He's good. I, I listen I to him all the time. Just got the chills with that when you push the uh, the poker chips. It's good, right? We push the poker chips all in. His visuals are good, and he came up short. It's good for whatever reason at that time, right? You just you're all in, but now you're out. I got the chills. Jesus. Woo. Yeah. The Spit other, it, Michael. The one, one other thing that I want to mention that I don't forget is the there's a investor. I'm listening to someone in the real estate world, and something I keep thinking about now is I'm realizing how long things take to do. 
and like a renovation of a house, how much stress it puts on the family, how much money it takes, how much time and attention. And the thought is like, I can't repeat this again. I have to do something maybe twice as big because if there's this thing that I'm going to go after and I want to have this type of success, I need to keep taking steps and jumping up. So this guy who's a real estate investor said, you know, I look at real estate and just life in general as dominoes. He goes, the, the science of dominoes is you could have a one inch domino that can knock over a two inch domino. And then once you get the two inch domino, you can knock over a four inch domino and it keeps doubling. So he's like, as long as I can be, I can acknowledge that I only have a certain amount of dominoes in my life, but each domino is at least two times as big. I can knock it over. So his whole thought is like, yes, you can do the same thing over and over and be really good at it. But if you really want to progress and have exponential growth, if you have five dominoes and the first domino is one, seconds two, thirds four, eight, 16, you just went from a one inch domino to a 16. So he's like, it's closer than we think. It's just hard to get there. Yes. Because each time you're adding a level, you know, I was, I was like, well, that's pretty good. It's good visual. Heat. It's good. These people are good. It really is. Yeah. YouTube. Oh, it's, it, it's crazy. We, uh, you know, you saw that clip on the educational piece uh, where you said, you know, YouTube replaces 90% of basically Maybe everything more. in the world. It could be more if you utilize it properly. Yeah, yeah. You could watch you know? nonsense, which I do. Of course. But that's where people get screwed up because instead of being intentional about YouTube for, say, 20 minutes a day, yeah. you know, they, they allow themselves to go off on a, you know, an interest tangent. And like, mm -hmm. oh, I want to go look at, you know, I don't know, whatever it is that your watches. I don't know. Yeah. Cigars, maybe. So I think about that stuff, right? And then I think about like my fitness journey, which I always try to link back to it because this podcast has really made me have be introspective about like how it fits into the game plan. And I'm realizing that like I need the energy, I need the the stamina health wise to stay in the game. Because if I get unhealthy, it's over. Right. No family, no money, nothing. Yep. You don't get to enjoy. So that's like been a realization of like it's not only like the facade. And the looks, it's actually the actual health of myself, right? Yes. Then I look at uh, like the real estate world and all this stuff, and I'm also conscious of, you know, mentally, it is a there's a everything has a timestamp on it. So like mentally, there's only so much I can do, and only so much energy I can give to it. But if I'm maximizing the health, then I'll be able to maximize my output which then will help me manage my head like it ping pongs. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's been a recent journey of understanding that you have to kind of play the long game in every facet of life. You got to have that urgency on the day to day, but also have the 10 year, 20 year plan because then the little day to day, yes, you're making progress, but doesn't really affect it enough to throw off the game, the big plan. Right. I don't know if I explained that. Correctly. Uh, absolutely. It's interesting that Hermosi guy said that yeah. he's like the he th he goes I can I can understand if someone's gonna be very successful by how quickly they get things done on a day to day and how long their game plan is long term. Mm. I want to I I, I want to pick your brain on, on something that I know you do extremely well. Um, but I guess before we do that, CV, let them know where where uh, Dave Virginia gets their protein. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop.
As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. No, so Mike, I really want to talk to you about personal branding, right? I think it's something today that's more important than ever, even with you know the, the, um, the visual of social media, the power of social media. There's a lot of influence that's, that you're able to attract uh, with a good personal brand. Um, so, you know, I, I think you've been able to do it extremely well. I know even from, from early on, you know, when we were speaking, I didn't really see myself as a personal brand for a long time, which is ironic, mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, as I sat back now, I think there are certain things that, you know, we'll discuss that um, it, I was almost silly Silly not to be. Remember, brand- I was like mad yeah. at you. And right? Like, what do you mean? I'm like, what are you talking about? You're the most like brand looking person I've ever met. Like, but I was I was always associating it with something that I guess didn't really match what I believe to be a personal brand. And to me, like personal branding is literally yourself. You're you're taking your skills, your knowledge, your experiences, and utilizing it as leverage to basically get involved in anything you choose to get involved in. Yeah. Right. Like major corporations these days. Um, I'll, I'll tell you about some some experiences that I, I've had recently where I'm getting paid for things that I'm just I have a skill set in from yeah. my full time job. Yeah. And now I, I basically become an advisor to certain things that I never would have thought was the case. So I, I, I want you to elaborate on basically how you I guess and why you, you started a personal brand, you know, well before I did. Um, no, I just uh, well, I appreciate that. That's nice of you to say. Uh, you've always been like a, you've always marketed yourself as a brand. Like when people say your name, they think of something, right? Like the room or whatever. A lot of it's reputation. Like when I started looking at it, I listened to a lot of Gary Vee like a while back, and he was one of the first people that kind of uh, explained what I was thinking, mm-hmm. and it made sense the way he talked about it. Rob Deerdeck was yes. someone that I loved. Um, growing up, and I thought it was interesting how he did a lot of things. I had a very ADD approach to life, and I still do, where I want to do a lot of things. So I don't really fit into like a corporate world in a sense because I like to have my hands in a lot of things, mm-hmm. and I like the control of it. So I started thinking about listening to Gary Vee, Rob Deerdeck. How can I create you know a personal brand where I always enjoyed branding for like businesses I created, but then I came to the realization of like I really want to be able to do things just with my personality that I enjoy and open up doors by creating a reputation that these brands, uh, bigger brands or people want to be associated with. So when I came to that realization and I looked at real estate, I was like, wow, like the real estate world, that is all it is. It's just personal brand. Like, yes, you can be a part of a firm and all this. But at the end of the day, people deal with you because they like you, they like where you stand for, they trust you, whatever it is. So I always thought it was super interesting so so I think marketing and brand creation is the biggest delta on a skill. You can make the most money with that. For example, Kylie Jenner mm-hmm. or whatever the hell her name is. Mm-hmm. She sold lip gloss. She made a billion dollars because of her brand. Not because the lip gloss yep. was great, because she was behind it. Yes. Her, I mean, yes, you have to invest time, energy, money, whatever it is. But what other skill can you, what other, like, you know, sales, you could do that. But if you have a brand, it helps. Brand helps everything. Yes. That's how I kind of think of it. 
And then even going a step further, like these buildings, when people flip them and stuff, it's just the marketing of it. Like, you know, uh, Ray-Bans, you have glasses. It's the same as like the gas station stuff. They just have a brand. Mm -hmm. Nike, what is a swoosh? Have you ever seen it in life other than it's nothing? They made it up. The fact that you can just make shit up and then people are like, oh, because it has that thing on it, it's quadruple four or five times. Yes. So that when I when it all made sense and I'm like, nothing really matters, it's just how people perceive it is, mm-hmm. then that is where you get the delta of like your return on time. For example, for you, like your cigar angle is very consistent. You I mean, among other things, but the cigar thing I cling I cling to because you, when I think of a cigar smoker, you're what all these guys want to look like when they smoke a cigar. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. You know it. what I'm saying, CB? Stop it. Like when a guy, a corporate guy, <laughs> no, because I see these people and I see how like people act when they're in a cigar shop. And so I'm not, I haven't spent a lot of time there, but I know when I drink a whiskey, I want to look like a mob boss, right? Okay. Okay. So when you do stuff, it's so that you can feel as if you are the ultimate person doing that activity. Doing that activity. Okay. So when I see you and you're smoking a cigar, you got the tattoos, you got the nice watch, you know, you're very smooth, you have the beard. I'm like, this is a perfect brand <laughs> that would align with a big cigar company. And a cigar company, the hardest thing for all these businesses is brand recognition and people being aware they're even around. Right. The 99% of real estate game is just being – people know that you sell real estate and that you do it well. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, you need to be able to do it on the back end, but you'll never get to the back end if you don't do the front end. Yes. So when you realize that, you should really think to yourself, like, what do I enjoy, A, and then B, how can I make money from it, right? Maybe not in the beginning how I can make money, but A, a what do I enjoy, and a, B, how can I be known for that thing? I agree a hundred percent. And that literally is that last thing that you just said is basically what made me believe like I don't have to do anything. Right. If I were when I sat back and you have to be authentic. Correct. You have to do what you enjoy. Like if I go out and be like, oh, I'm going to be a bodybuilder. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) If I go out and be like, oh, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to endorse smoking cigarettes or whatever. I don't know. Yep. No, everyone be like, oh, it does make sense. Yep. Um. So for me, I'm, a, I'm an extremely confident person in, in life, right? But I'm also very assertive. So I took my confidence and assertiveness to basically say, okay, I am involved in many different avenues in what we do, right? Like my two paid expertises now, and I am going to use the word expertise because, you know, it is, you know, 10 years in the game. Um, and I, I think I'm very different when it comes to municipal government, right? Like I, I know government now. I know the way local government works, but I'm also a, a um, I guess it's inspirational and organizational leadership, right? I utilize the tools that I've learned and I've applied it with a team of 30 to 300, depending on the season. And those are the two things that I'm actually paid to do, right? So you have those two things. Then I have like my, my hobbies and interests, which could be this cigar game, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but then also I have my experiences, mm-hmm which created an, an astronomical amount of knowledge when it comes to health and wellness because of my Crohn's disease, right? But besides the whole, you know, wellness thing because of the Crohn's disease, right? I've also had to develop knowledge for Crohn's and colitis itself because it was a condition yeah. that I lived with for so long, yep. right? So now I actually have the ability to 
put myself in front of a group. And literally what I did is I joined the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Right. And I started with like a little donation mm-hmm. and I had the intention and that was a recurring donation because I'm like, you know what? I just want to set something up monthly. Mm-hmm. Did that about a year ago um, to where I'm getting my foot in the door and donating to something that directly affects me. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, why wouldn't I tie my expertise of inspirational leadership to something that I've been able to almost overcome mm-hmm. and share that? in a room full of people that are really struggling from this disease, mm-hmm. right? So all these things are basically what started me to realize I'm silly for not branding myself, right? The, mm-hmm. the next thing for us is like, you know, we're, we're fathers. We have experience now being a father while we're still trying to manage mm-hmm. our lives. Yeah, I'm not a specialist in that. No, right? hell no. No no specialist necessary, though, when it comes to personal branding, I don't think. No, no, it no. Depend, no you yeah, know, because yeah, people yeah. have built personal brands. It's a good point. Right? You don't have to be a specialist. You just have to be going through something that people connect with. Correct. Um, and I, I, I will say, you know, this podcast has given me the, um, I guess, the proof of us being like, you know what? We built this brand, right? So like, of course you can do whatever it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was, I, I, I think with a personal brand, it almost falls naturally when you're intentful about your own skills and interests, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I, I think you made a good point where you don't have to be a specialist or a, um, uh, what's the word? Someone uh, credible, like I, mm-hmm. I forget what the exact word is, but like, for example, you got to be like, if you're a brand, you got to be a either entertaining or a have a reputation where you are providing value of something that you've experienced that people can pull from. Yes. Right. When you start from a, a location of like what worked for me, people can't argue that opinion. Mm-hmm. Right. Like people are like it worked for him they, or versus you should you say you should versus what worked for me. This is a Hermosi thing. Again, I love the guy. Um, but basically when you at when you build your reputation from what works for you, your experiences, what you're going through, it's a lot less uh, adversarial because people are always trying to figure out if it'll work for them Yes. versus like, oh, it worked for him. I'll try it. And if it doesn't work, that's fine because it was just something that worked for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you, you're you kind of understanding now. I think you did already and you, you did all the actions that you need to build a brand. You just didn't connect the dot yet, what you're doing now of I have all these things that are I'm interested in and have experience with, how do they all connect? Right. And how can I maximize my value, my time, what I enjoy? How do I line everything where it's just feels easy? Right. Right. So like the suit thing that I've been trying to do, like you're saying, you got your foot in the door mm-hmm. by putting, not waiting for a handout, you started to get involved. So if you can, whatever you like in life, start to get involved in some facet. It doesn't have to be money all the time, volunteer or no, whatever. No, of course. Volunteer work is more than money. Yeah. You get your foot in the door, and then all of a sudden, you know, hopefully in the future, suit supplies like, oh, this kid's great. He, there's no real downside. You know, if some, if he sends people, whatever, we wouldn't have had him anyway. Yep. And then they align with you. So, mm-hmm. and who knows, nothing may come of it, but I, there's no downside. Correct. Because you enjoy it anyway. Yep. Right? Yes. So the worst case scenario is great. Best case scenario is amazing. So it's like, why not? Yes. And and I think when there's no real expectation there, right? Yes. Like then it's 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 a super win. But I do think the thing that's uncomfortable for people, and obviously we have cameras in our face consistently. You're on a microphone. You got shows. This that. You know, I'll be on the you know a, in a room talking to five people or five hundred people. So yeah. we're, we get used to it. But you do have to have the ability to attract attention when it comes to your personal brand, yeah. right? Like yeah. if you can't if you can't do that, 
then it's going to be very hard for you to leverage what it is. And there's different types of attention, right? Like Correct. If you are quiet and low spoken, but you tell people like, hey, like, you know, we can hop on a call um, and it's just a tagline, right? I've sold $8 billion in Grant's real estate. Mm hmm. I don't give a shit if this guy's like watching paint dry. I'm going to listen to him. Right. You know, so there's different ways to grab the attention. Yeah. So you don't have to be in your face like us, yep. like with videos. And there's so many ways to do it. But that, that's, nice that's now, even for me personally, with the with the cigars, right? I, I kind of, I struggled for a long time thinking like, you know, what people are going to think about it. It happened to be the complete opposite because everybody really liked it. They're like, yo, nice angle, nice watch. You know, I'll get more likes on a cigar versus me putting out like intentional content about motivation but they're right? but they're they're living vicariously through you too but i get it but also i struggled because i'm like wait this doesn't does this really align with a fitness lifestyle does this really align with you know what i'm what i'm doing does this really align with crohn's and colitis but the reality is and what i've come to the conclusion of is did that camera go off oh no um what i've come to that conclusion is you know what if people really take the time to understand my story and how I've been able to beat Crohn's disease and how long I've worked in the gym and how long I've, you know, been of my own uh, nutritionist to get to enjoy a cigar a day if I want. Now you really know me. Right. But I had to get over that uncomfortable feeling of people being like, what's like, how, how could you smoke cigars and, you know, be in the gym? It kind of works better because it's interesting. You get what I'm like, saying? Wait, but now I could be like, yeah, well, this is how I did it. Yeah. So I, I struggled with that for a while. Yeah. Well, we we talked about this in the beginning too. Like you know, CV has his talents, his interests. You have your talents and interests, and I do as well. They're all different, mm -hmm. right? So that's fine. But when you realize you're a one of one, then the comparison to other people, the competition with other people, that all stuff falls to the wayside because you're like, I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, this guy has this and that, but I don't even know if I'd like that. Right. You know. So you're less worried about other things because you're so focused on figuring out what you enjoy and putting your energy into that versus trying to be like a, you know, you could use an influencer to kind of base your ideas off of, but at some point you're not the same person as whoever you're going. There's got to be a difference, right? right. Like n there's never, I've never met anyone like you, no offense, <laughs> right? Like, have you ever met anyone like Dave? What does that mean though? I, have what? you ever met anyone like me? No, because yes, you're Mike. But that's, I haven't met anyone like, see, like, when you, they're very, there's people that remind you of people, but there's always the nuance of them that there's the difference. So yeah. when you realize that a lot of people don't understand that, like you don't have to be like this guy, you just be yourself and be yourself better than someone else can be. And you're good. Right. Cause no one could be as good as you or have the ability to make other people want to watch you. But, but here's the thing too, like no one, you, it doesn't matter as long as you have like a core group that connect with you, it doesn't yes. matter if 90% don't. Correct. The, we, our message goes out so far. Yes, I, I agree. Um, but, I, I'm good. So the other thing I want to mention about building brand is it's difficult because you have to keep reminding people who you are and not letting people impose on what they want you to be. Mm, tough. For example, I've really, it's been super hard for me to tell people like, listen, no, I only sell in Greenwich, right? Yes, I bend on that for like family stuff and other things. But that is something that people were like, oh, okay. I mean, if you could do that, like you get a negative response a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. But because I've been doing that, now I believe it. And I'm like, that's all I do. And it's been easier for me to do. And because of that, when people reach out to me, the next time they reach out, it's for something that I do. Mm. So it's that nuance of reiterate. So repetition is a big thing with brand. 
if you can be consistent and repeat what you're about and believe in what you're about, yes, then everything kind of you're you're in control of what's in your bin. Right. Versus, hey, can you do this something for me? And you don't say that back, and then all of a sudden I'm in Westchester running around like a madman and I miss out on all these opportunities. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is imposing your own stubbornness and will to what you want to do because there's a lot of shiny object syndrome. Yes. And there's a lot of distractions. And if you don't know what it, – it's a good idea to be, just sit down and write on a board like, what am I about? Like, what do I enjoy? What if – gun in my head, what would I cut out if I didn't need to do it? And then you get like three or four things. You're like, oh, this is what I'll focus on. Right. Uh, no. And my, my uh, I guess, final final piece on – on that is you can literally be all over the place mm-hmm. and i think that's I mean, something for I me am. well yes but you for me I, i've said this before in a respectful way you've really brought that to my life in a positive light uh because you know i was so focused on like you gotta maintain this image you gotta do this whereas i just explained my interest from crohn's disease to cigars to municipal government to inspirational leadership to health and wellness to all of it right yeah but it fun funny story how how something happened in in my life that you know isn't isn't life-changing by any means but it's an opportunity that you know will probably benefit my family and I for years to come because now I have this experience right so you know like you I I I got a lot of stuff going on in my life and I'm constantly to the point like you know I'm saying no now I can't I I don't have the time for this I can't do that I respect what you're doing I'm happy to you know jump on a call guide you this way but I just can't, you know, be involved. So there's this one boarding commission that I sit on, right? And it's in, uh, it's in a local town, not the town that I work in. And basically, they're like, "Hey, listen, I want you as a placeholder, just until we can find a real board to represent what it is that we want. Can you do this for us?" And I said yes, because I was like, you know what, this does align with my work. I could even put it on a resume that basically, you know, I'm pretty much a founder of, you know, this new group that that's happening. So I do it. And there was no payment involved. Absolutely nothing, right? Then we get a little bit deeper. I'm like, oh, I like the conversations that are going on here, right? One conversation that we had was pretty extensive, and it was basically replacing like an open field and implementing a a park, Mm -hmm. a park area that people can, you know, really just leisure with and enjoy yourself. So I was on the planning process and the planning board to develop this park, right? Turns out a year later, I'm still going through these meetings and nothing is, you know, nothing is coming my way in terms of my, it's only my enjoyment. I'm utilizing now skills that I have from my full-time job just on this board, but I actually enjoyed this board. But it probably benefits your full-time job too, right? Correct. Because yeah. now I have certain knowledge and, and I have connections, networking that are outside my town that I'm in, yeah. right? So it was, it was great for that, but I was content with that. Then literally something just comes across my desk and somebody reached out, and this is a large company, a large organization that reaches out to somebody on that board, right? And they're like, hey, like, you know, our headquarters is going to move into, uh, you know, XYZ town. Like, we're looking for sure. certain certain uh, amount of space. But, you know, I want an area um, to where we have, like, you know, certain programs available to us, all this Connection all this with the local municipality. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. Which a lot of Connection to do. local municipality. Because, because it benefits them. And everything is easier when you know the local rules and what, what do you guys want? How right. can we help? Because they're bringing a ton of business. Right. So the guy literally responds back, the guy that sits on the board, and he's like, hey, listen, you know, I think this guy, Dave Regina, would be a perfect advisor to what you do. You know, he spent a lot of time with us pro bono, yeah. you know, kind of building this, but he's been very clear that, you know, anything he moves into now has an expectation of obviously, um, you know, developing, yeah. developing a, some sort of financial gain from it. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So 
then he writes back and he's like, well, listen, like I, I'm excited to connect with Dave, like the experience that you've just told me about X, Y, Z. And he explained like the whole park process that we went through. Perfect. Yeah. He, he basically gave me the leverage because I decided to just do something that I was interested in anyway, Yeah. that it's going to come full circle to the point that this is now going to be an avenue for me to be making money and, and providing an analysis mm-hmm. to local municipalities to see where they're currently at with their budget. Mm-hmm how their programs and offerings are right now, and mm-hmm. what I would provide them as a suggestion for a one-year and then a three-year process. Consultant. Consultant. Yep. Exactly. Consultant's a great name. But it's like that just fell in my lap. Yeah. You know, and it's just very early phase. Very early. Very yeah. early. But it, I was like, this, oh, yes, it makes sense. Like, yeah, it's, of yeah. course it makes sense. But I just did something out of my own gut that I was like, I enjoy it anyway. So amazing point. Something you have to think about, which you're it kind of landed, but now it clicked, is you think to yourself, who am I valuable to? Right? That's a big question you gotta ask yourself. Who needs my knowledge? Yes. Right? And then the big people that do, then it's like, all right, I'll reach out to a couple, you know? Again, no downside. Right. They say no. Whatever. It's exactly. The, it's, but you you took it a step further and put yourself in the path of those people. When you're in the path of these people, and you become a little undeniable, then there's no like competition. It's just this is the guy because you're so specialized and dialed in that the guy that recommended you was like, you can't use anyone else. Like this is the guy, you know. It, that's the yes. that's where your personal brand and reputation start to pay for itself, and it's so hard to see that. Like a lot of people try to rush it, but it's like as long as you're doing it and you're being true to what you're doing, things will start to fall into place. And if you can, I think you do a good job now and used to do in the past of saying no to things because you said no to some other stuff that didn't interest you and take your time. You were able to do that opportunity, which then led to that. Right. And I want to be clear. Let's not, I'm not saying that this is no, a lot. Whatever, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. It's just something that just came across my desk. Yeah. It's cool. Off of Regardless. something that I committed to over a year ago. And I was kind of like to the point, you know what? Yeah, and there's no benef- benefit here, but I, I'm enjoying these conversations anyway. Yeah. So, like, my point with personal branding is, like, you can't go wrong by taking your interests and a certain skill set that you have and diving in a little bit deeper outside of your maybe full-time job. Yeah. You know? Um, well, think about it this way, too. Something uh, that I think about is, like, if some you got to keep it simple for people. Mm-hmm. If someone says, all right, what does Dave do? Can someone just say... Can someone encompass what you want them to say to the friend? Right. You know, like a great customer is one that will brag for you. Uh, phenomenal ones that will brag to their friends or something right. is a saying. Yep. Um, no, that that's that's true. And that honestly, is, is more like um, that's something that I'm working on because I do believe that a lot of people get confused when it does come to me, right? Yeah. But the things that I want to get to a place to where, you know. But you need a tagline. You need like, you know, uh, helping people navigate local government. Right. Well, something like where, yes, you do so much more, but the average person understands, oh, yeah, like local government is a pain in the ass. Right. Dave will help me navigate it. Exactly. So, like, when I was thinking about, like, what brand do I want? In my head, I was like, Mike Pirelli, Grant Real Estate. Mm-hmm. It's just That's, my name. Yes. And the location that I sell. Correct. Right. And keep it simple. So, like, oh, you do vomit and Instagram, Mike Pirelli, Grant. And yep. then every video, if you guys want to watch while I do it, I start the videos off. Hi, I'm Mike Pirelli, Greenwich Real Estate yep. agent. But I put it together, so then it's constantly. Yes, and then it, it, it's in their brain. But because my my avenues are so different, and there's so many different. Oh things, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. What I want to tie in, and, and somehow I have to, you know, figure figure this out. 
the two expertises though that I've I've developed like a track record with, right? Yeah. Local government, yep. experience in local government and inspirational leadership. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you, you know what I mean? Like those, those two, stuff. because that also this podcast for me is inspirational leadership. It's proven that we're able to influence through leadership. Also tied into my full time job that I'm leading every day. See, it's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's funny. So my, in my lens, this is our record of our rise. It is, correct. So Documenting the rise. But that's yeah. it's funny because you have a different lens, which is that's why personal brand is important. You have a lens for how it complements what you're doing. I have a lens for how it complements what I'm doing in my personal life. So it's it's both right, but yes. it's different. Yes, I agree. Um, so yeah, the, I mean, and people have different... Certain people know you for certain things, which is fine too, yes. right? Like Because yep. the local government, people know you from that. Mm-hmm. People know you from no snooze. At some point, they might crisscross, but if they don't, no problem. Right? Like it's you still have the personal brand out there. You know what I mean? Dave Regina, no snooze podcast, inspirational leadership, local governor. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 at the end of the day, if you are whatever you do, successful at it, it all doesn't matter because they'll say, "Oh, this is the guy you need to talk to," and they're like, well, "What does he do?" It's like you just got to talk to him. Yes. That also works. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm good on that. You guys have anything else? The last thing I'll say about brand and stuff is like if you can repeat certain taglines, if you can do certain colors, consistency uh, and kind of carving out a lane is super important. So like whatever it is, it, it logo, you know, if you can attach something, if you can take care of the visual and maybe the sound or a saying or something uh, catchy, it always like no snooze is a very distinct feeling you evoke emotion. Yep. That's like the next level. The action's great. And then you got to put something that uh, connects emotionally to people. Yes. So if it's a logo, if it's a, a saying you do, if it's a tagline, something that uh, people can – when people recite it back to you, like when people yell snow, no snooze as, it means it's working. Yes, correct. Correct. Um, and, and I just want to be clear. So you know, obviously we could sit here and talk about no, no snooze podcast, which is what we do all the time. So I wanted to be specific – and I was very intentional about talking about personal branding mm-hmm. because not everybody is fortunate to have a team right away like we do. Yeah. Right. So it's almost hard. And we sp- we just spoke about it on episode 100, how we kind of got together. But my point in doing this topic was more so that everybody in the world can have a personal brand. You start with yourself and your interests and, and a little bit of your skill set. You're right there. So the, and people I know I'm realizing I think like 90% of people don't want to be entrepreneurs, which is fine and like do their own thing. Um so even if you're in a big corporate environment, if you can carve out a niche of like, oh, if you need something that relates to Excel, like they are a wizard at Excel. And then you think if there's a big project yeah. that they need an Excel wizard, they're going to come to you. Mm-hmm. Like if you could just knock it out of the park something that people know you for, yes. be great at something, then it helps. Be you don't have to something. be like anything. You know what I mean? I like it. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like it. Uh, CV, you good? Yeah. All right. So this will bring us to my favorite section. Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. Ah, 10% baby. I'm going to kick the leg up here since it's, oh, you can't even see, huh? Since it's driver season in New York, I have, uh, you know, no socks. I don't know if I just forgot my socks. No shoes, no socks, no shoes. <laughs> or I'm just uh, rocking it. So today's Dime is brought to you by the one and only Gary Vaynerchuk, a.k.a. Gary V. I got cold on him for a little bit. And it's more of a thought, right? But it was something that I was listening to that when I'm like, oh, damn, I need to save this for something, this is the reason why I've saved it. There you go. 
And it's not a short quote either, so get ready. Brace yourself. It's important to build a personal brand because it's the only thing you're going to have. Your reputation online and in the new business world is pretty much the game. So you've got to be a good person. You can't hide anything. And more importantly, you've got to be out there at some level. Right? And a lot of people, when it comes to the personal brand, like I was saying before, you struggle with almost putting yourself out there because you're like, ah, does this align? Does this, uh, uh." you got to just go on it though and put yourself out there. I mean, if you're doing drugs in the closet, you probably shouldn't post that. Right. But that's your truth. But well, there you go. Maybe you could be an an influencer for drugs in the closet. There you go. They don't need influence. (laughs) Right. Um, You know, so there's really no bad way of doing things, but the, the certain realizations that if you do want the opportunity to, you know, even make some extra money, for your skill set, you got to put yourself out there and find that lane that Mike is talking about. Because Mike, I wanted to talk to him about it specifically because he's done an extremely, extremely good job of building, you know, his own personal brand. Uh, so that's why I wanted to pick your brain on this. I think it was a great conversation, as always. So if you haven't already done so, Michael, like, subscribe, follow, throw a comment in there, maybe. Right? You know, what are we Listen, waiting for? A couple new orders came in. I saw that. Um, Nosnewshop com for yeah. some nice shorts. I'm not going to lie. They have become my favorite shorts. At first, I was a little shaky about them. You knew I was. Yes, you were. Right? I didn't like the white on the inside, but they, they have a nice little stretch to them. Good for squatting? Oh, they're perfect for can squatting. Get, can you get as deep as I get? Uh, I don't know. You might, you might have me. Might rip them? Yeah. But listen, I know CV and I are uh, still in very good terms when it comes to this bet. My hesitation is to bring Ambrose on next week because he's going to give clothes. Michael some tools. I told but him. we will bring you a box of donuts next week. The only tool I could use is lop off a leg to lose the <laughs> Lop fat. off a leg. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We're extremely grateful for every single one of you guys. So until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. Go eat that donut, Mike. That's a good tagline, too. That's a good brand right now. Get up and get after it. That's another Epi in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.